Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to throw in a cookie recipe. We're actually going to throw in a snowball. <laughs> this is a cookie recipe from my grandmother. Uh, and my mother made these all the time, and we ate them all the time. These, we call them butternut snowballs. They are also known as snowball cookies or Mexican wedding cakes or Mexican wedding cookies or Russian tea cakes or a myriad of other names because this particular cookie in most cultures exists. It, it's not always as a ball, a round ball. It's sometimes shaped like a crescent. And sometimes it's a flat, it's sort of a little round flat ball. But this cookie, like everybody makes this cookie. And one of the reasons I decided to do a podcast on this particular cookie is because uh, I was looking up, I wanted to do a cookie podcast on something that I made all the time. And I was trying to find some history on different cookies. So I looked up the uh, universal Christmas cookie, I think is what I kind of was searching on Google. What's the universal Christmas cookie? Because I've been trying to discover what um, regions, like certain regions have certain foods that they like, breads and dinner dishes and dessert dishes and cakes and stuff like that. Every Like every region seems to have something. And most regions also have a cookie. So I was kind of looking into that for a while. And then I thought, I wonder what would be, you know, the Christmas cookie. What's the Christmas cookie? And I came upon an article from the Los Angeles Times by Regina Shrambling. And it talked about the universal Christmas cookie, which is the snowball cookie. But this cookie's known by so many names, she was going at it from the Mexican wedding cake. Um, and it's really interesting to me that this particular combination of ingredients shows up in, I mean, it shows up all over the place. And it's really funny. My cousin and I were once doing cookies for a bridal shower. And the reason we were doing them, um, we were doing them for another cousin because she was going to have her wedding somewhere else. So we wanted to give her what is traditionally a thing that we do in Western Pennsylvania or Eastern Ohio, which is a cookie table. So our, our idea for the shower was instead of doing like what you would call a traditional cookie table, we made all of the cookies that you would find on a cookie table, or I would say most of the cookies you would find on a cookie table. We made them, and then we put a couple of each cookie on a nice serving dish and put it on the table for a centerpiece because we thought that would be a nice way to you know, give us a salute to our own family traditions and also do something for her that we knew she wasn't going to have at her wedding. So... My cousin starts assembling all these recipes and finding making a list of cookies. So she says, okay, we're going to make Mexican wedding cakes and we're going to make Russian tea cakes and we're going to make Viennese crescents and we're going to make Italian horns and we're going to make Greek butter cookies. And I looked at him and I said, these are all the same cookie. She goes, what do you mean? And I said, look at them. They all have chopped nuts. They all are sort of a shortbread where they have a high butter ratio and a low sugar ratio. And I said, they're just different shapes. So we were laughing and she goes, oh my gosh, well, what should we do? And I said, well, we could basically 
basically just make one dough and make all the different shapes, you know, because nobody's going to say, oh, look, this is a Spanish snowball cookie or whatever. You know what I mean? It's that sort of a thing. So what we that's what we ended up doing. We made some in, as round balls and we made some as crescents and we made some flattened. In our experience, the for the Mexican wedding cakes, you add cinnamon to the powdered sugar uh, that goes on to the coating of the cookie. So they have that sort of cinnamony flavor that's in the coating of the cookie. So that's what we ended up doing for this wedding. But we just thought it was so funny. And the funny thing is, is in this recipe, pecans, walnuts, and almonds are interchangeable. So you might have, for example, in the Viennese crescent cookie, it's the same basic ingredients except for you're going to use toasted almonds chopped real fine. And in some of the Eastern European versions of this, like for example, there uh, I believe it's Hungary and Slovenia and Slovakia and they, and I think also Germany, uses a chopped walnuts. And then the the Italian version and Polish version use the chopped pecans. So, and the the uh, Mexican version also use the chopped pecans. So, we just thought that was so odd that all of these cookies were so similar, but yet they just you know basically they use a different nut. Some of them also use instead of using vanilla, they might use almond flavoring or whatever. But they're all basically the classic Mexican wedding cake or Russian tea cake or snowball cookie that we all know and love. And the great thing about these cookies is they they almost like melt in your mouth because they're very much like a shortbread. They're heavy on the butter, light on the sugar. And they have a lot of nuts. So you basically have as much volume of chopped nuts as you do flour in these cookies. So it's very, um, they're, they're very, they're just so good. And I know uh, if you're familiar with the cookie, you'll fondly have a fond memory of them as we, you know, I, I can remember um, one of our fond memories is uh, we had a babysitter one night and my mother had made these cookies right before Christmas and the babysitter ate so many of them that she got physically ill and we pretty much did whatever we wanted to because she was in the bathroom all night. So that is very funny. And <laughs> that's one of our fond butternut snowball memories. <laughs> and we, it's so funny in my family, you say, you remember that time so-and-so ate so many cookies, you know, but these are, like I said, these are a good cookie. They're a classic Christmas cookie. And in the Los Angeles Times recipe, Regina Shrambling wrote this article and she talks about it as the ideal Christmas cookie pretty much the perfect Christmas cookie for anyone because the ingredients are something you pretty much have around the house. Flour, butter, sugar, powdered sugar, vanilla, and uh, whatever chopped nuts you have on hand. So it's a pretty easy recipe to gather the ingredients for. And it's it's a uh, an easy shape to make. So your kids, this is a good cookie basically for your kids to help you make. It's so funny that this is basically what kind of made me laugh here is it's so funny that I found this original researched article in the Los Angeles Times of all places. I don't know the date of it, but it was just, you know, I thought it was kind of odd that that's where it popped up from, the Los Angeles Times. She goes on to say that she knew this as a Mexican wedding cake, but she has a lot of Mexican cookbooks. So she looked through them and found it only in one of those cookbooks the only cookbook that contained the recipe, and it was called A Mexican Wedding Cookie. So 
that tells me it's kind of the same tradition that uh, we have in uh, our Italian family, that you have these certain cookies that you make for celebrations, holidays, and whatever. So you have uh, other other uh, countries and cultures make these special cookies and have brought them all here into this big cookie melding pot of the United States. She cites some research from a cookbook author saying that the backstory of these cookies is is kind of puzzling because they you know they're known in eastern europe they're also known in central europe they're known in italy and also in spain they have they are are a popular cookie in spain called polverones he thinks that they may have migrated to mexico with european nuns and then become a staple mexican cookie that people enjoyed for celebrations so it's just an odd it's an odd uh history a diverse history, I guess I would say, for this cookie. But it's something that we all know. So here we go with the recipe for the butternut snowball cookie slash snowball cookie slash Mexican wedding cake slash Russian tea cake, whatever you want to call it. And this is our family recipe. This this recipe comes from my mother's recipes, which came from her mother. So this is our own family recipe. And what I also found is when you look at these recipes, they all vary a little tiny bit. Not a lot, but they all vary a little tiny bit. So my recipe, for example, is slightly different than the one that you'll find on the Land Lakes website, slightly different from the one that I found in the Los Angeles Times article, and slightly different from the ones that I uh, researched of different country backgrounds. There's a little, some of them have a little more sugar, a little less sugar, uh, different sorts of nuts and things like that. But this is it. This is the, what I would say, the quintessential recipe for the snowball type cookie. Two sticks or one cup of butter, and that's just butter. Don't substitute margarine for this cookie. And it's salted butter. Two sticks of salted butter. That's one cup. A half a cup of sugar, two teaspoons of vanilla, two cups of flour, a half teaspoon of salt, and two cups of finely chopped pecans. So here we go for the recipe. You're going to have your butter at room temperature and cream your butter, sugar, and vanilla in a bowl, and you want to beat that until fluffy by hand. I don't like to use a mixer for this recipe because it's really easy to overdo it. Then you're going to take your flour and mix the salt with it and sift it. The easiest way to do this is to sift your flour right into your measuring cup so you know that you have two cups of sifted flour. So sift flour, uh, take two cups of flour, mix it with salt, and sift that into a measuring cup to make sure that you have two cups of sifted flour. Add that to the creamed mixture and mix. Then add your pecans and mix that really well. Then you're going to shape it into one-inch balls. Don't refrigerate this. Some recipes call for refrigerating the dough. I don't refrigerate this dough. So shape it into one-inch balls, and then you're going to put it on a baking sheet lined with parchment paper is the best way to do it. Okay? Put it on a baking sheet lined with parchment paper, and this will be baked in a 325-degree oven, and you're going to bake it for 18 to 20 minutes. You don't want them to brown, so keep an eye on them because you absolutely don't want them to brown, but you want them to be baked well, okay? When you take them out of the oven, let them cool for about five minutes on a rack, and then roll them in powdered sugar and set them back on the rack and let them finish cooling. When they're completely cold, roll them in powdered sugar again, 
and then they're done. And then you can eat them, but please do not eat too many, as I've already told you what happened to our babysitter. And these are melt-in-your-mouth delicious. They're, they're such a good little cookie that I'm sure you will you will really, really enjoy these if you've never made them before. If you have made them before, you might want to try this recipe instead of your recipe. <laughs> so, um, but these are just, these are, like I said, the quintessential Christmas cookie, wedding cookie, uh, celebration cookie, easy to make, easy to make with your kids, and very, very delicious. Be sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Merrimack Bakehouse, on Twitter at Merrimack Podcast and Mobile Mary Mac, and on our website at MerrimackPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you. <laughs>